0: okay let's see if this is working oh man (laughs) and we are back uh we are currently live on youtube um we have not broadcast any of this out so if you are a subscriber or a listener and you're upset that you don't get to see our faces and interact with us live on youtube um i am sorry uh probably what could happen is if you subscribed on youtube then you would get a notification that says hey Civil Discord has gone live on YouTube, and you can click the button and follow the link and watch us live. But if you haven't done that, then you are definitely going to watch us at a later date. But it is what it is. Um, welcome back to another episode of Civil Discord. I will not deprive my listeners of that. Uh, your weekly dose of radical curiosity. I am one of your hosts out here in the People's Republic of Texas, where golly it is hot oh my god it's hot it is miserable it is hot in my house it is hot everywhere um it is it sucks and i don't know how to fix this other than telling the great man upstairs god hey i need you to turn the ac on a little bit or let it rain or something like that but i am one of your hosts the notorious blg aka maurice jones again out here in the people's republic of texas and with me as always, here more often than I am is Amanda, out there in the People's Republic of California. She is the Supreme Overlord of Liberty. Amanda Ajax the Griff. Amanda, how's it going today?
1: It's it's going well. I am. So I I've learned that I can double fist water bottles. So I mean that's <laughs> been, that's my life anyhow. But it's especially my life over the summer. I have two of exactly the same water bottle, and we're just like going, going, going um yeah no things are good i'm excited for prime day i don't know if you know this is prime day is coming up amazon prime yes, day is. is coming up in a couple of days i just get so excited i want a prime day advent calendar i want to go all out <laughs> so when they start selling those let me know because i want one so i'll sure. that pumped
0: well, so um for those of you guys who've listened um for a while i recently moved and we had a fiasco this ties into prime day we had a huge fiasco about furniture and needless to say, I was, I in my humbleness, um, in my and I in all humility, I should say, decided to get very upset with the lady at Amazon because of uh. how they refunded me my money. And oh, I don't know if you guys know this, but furniture is very expensive. And when you yeah. order bedroom furniture, you're talking, uh, you're talking all of the bed stuff, you're talking nightstands, you're talking dressers, and all that stuff, which. I mean, if you're ordering on something, I mean, it's it's close to about three, four thousand dollars for for a decent bedroom set, which we ordered, Um, and they refunded me my money. They refunded me partial part of it onto an Amazon gift card, so I oh. had yeah yeah.
1: To ask you about that. There's yeah, to have gift I know, cards. right? Oh, and wow,
0: I, exactly. And I specifically said, hey, I make I need to make sure that this goes back to this card, not to an Amazon gift card, mainly because the, the total was close to about $1,300. I don't spend $1,300 at Amazon. Like I'm just going to be real. I don't spend $1,300 at Amazon. Um, needless to say, they refunded it back to the gift card and I called on father's day and was like, Hey, are we, can I get this back? And they said, sorry, no. Um, and you can't speak to my manager. And I was like, okay, whatever. So we had we had, and I, I say had is in past past tense about thirteen hundred dollars of a gift card to you to spend on a on on at Amazon. I was like, man, I wonder if this is gonna last me till Prime Day. Well, um, I I unfortunately, I I unfortunately, I have a wife. I I love my wife. i very we just celebrated three years, so there's nothing unfortunate about that. Um, she easily spent all of that money on Amazon. So, yeah, yeah. um, we have a little bit of money left for prime day, but I am excited for prime day as well, too. I get excited. Um, every single time it rolls around because I know that one, my prime membership is about to, um, is, is, a, is about to go over. So I, so I know I make sure I'm budgeting for that. And two, there are some pretty decent deals. Um, especially deal. if you are, if, if you're moving, um, somewhere, Hey, you can buy some electronics things or whatnot there's some good discounts and things of that nature and hey uh i know we're live but we have we have a viewer we have one viewer and i'm so excited about that whoever is out there out there in youtube land um uh welcome we are here it is magoo mr magoo hey i love it i love it i love it uh it is great it is great um thank you so much for viewing uh we greatly appreciated that but um ready for prime day prime day is actually in a couple of days you have your pre-prime day stuff going on But because Prime Day is going on, people are are saving their money because their buying power is continuing to go down. Uh, Amanda, out there in your great state, your Mm. great state, the People's Republic of California, tell us what's going on out there.
1: It's a great state, wonderful state. Uh, And, you know, we've got a problem just like the rest of the country, Maurice, with inflation here in the People's Republic of California. Um, Now, I made a joke a couple months back at least about how I thought that we should fight inflation with inflation stimulus checks. That was a joke, Maurice. And the reason that it's a joke (laughs) is because inflation is... is, You contribute to inflation by putting more money in the economy. And so this drives up the prices of goods because the dollar is less valuable. And a lot of times this begins with fiscal stimulus and things of that nature, especially right. when it's created by helicopter money, right? When it's created just kind of out of nothing, this is what contributes to inflation. So that was why it was a joke. It was right. funny.
0: I'm guessing I, Gavin with hmm. the good hair or somebody in California was listening to you and definitely took I, it seriously.
1: I think maybe he's my secret admirer and he's my secret <laughs> viewer. In fact, maybe Magoo is actually Gavin with the good hair. Right. Um, shots fired. So (laughs) someone decided that this was in fact a good idea that California is going to fight inflation by sending people free money. I'm not making this up and I don't understand how this happens. So I'm reading from Reason Magazine. Which last bastion thereof. All right. <laughs> California political leaders' latest plan to combat inflation involves flooding the state with free money. Late Sunday evening, this is a couple weeks ago, Governor Gavin with Goodhair Newsom, uh, a Democrat, announced that he and the leaders of the state legislature had agreed to a budget deal that would send inflation relief checks. Of up to 1050, so $1,050 oh my to 23 million state residents. So what it is, is that each taxpayer earning less than 75 K or joint filers earning less than 150 K will receive a $350 check plus another $350 if they have children, a married couple with children would qualify for the maximum of 1050. It is for, this is for purposes of fighting inflation. Mm. This is for who is on this man's payroll. I Anyhow, so yeah, California, first in the nation to do inflation stimulus checks.
0: Now, I remember when you joked about this, it was a joke. In my mind, I was literally thinking, somebody is going to do this. Somebody is going to think that this is a smart idea, mainly because I, I do not live in an echo chamber when it comes to TikTok. And I see people on TikTok talking about, hey, Joe Biden, run me my money um like all kinds of things you know in their in their new age lingo as far as and when somebody says run me my money what's that what's that
1: those people are 14 they 30 oh yeah sorry oh no
0: no 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 these people who were saying this are 25 26 sometimes 28. i know some of these people who are old and gray haired. their beards are thicker than mine they've got glasses and they're they're great and i'm like you've got to be in your 50s and you think this is a good idea but Living in those in, in, in that non-echo chamber, I literally saw that and was like, I know for a fact that some politician somewhere is going to think that this is a great idea to give more money to people um, because of inflation. Now, I will say this. I, I, I will say I don't think um, California will have as big of an impact on overall inflation because of them giving people stimulus checks. As let's say the entire federal government doing so, but. Th- no, we'll just that- suffer here. Okay. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Those people out there in California, unfortunately, um, Amanda will see, 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 a, 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 a slight jump up d- depending on how much money is actually given out and so forth. Like I, I, I don't want to be speaking in, um, in, in hyperbole here, but your gas that is, I'm, is it over $10?
1: Uh, It's not over $10 yet. They haven't had to add like an extra digit to, Mm, you know, to the marquee. Yes.
0: I could wager to say that, that if this were to go into effect, you would see gas maybe push over $10 a gallon. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. It's all just speculation here. But to those who are here and listening, Gavin with the good hair, anybody else out there, in the People's Republic of California, that thinks that this is a good idea this is why we're in the first in this situation in the first place. This is one of the main reasons why we are in this situation in the first place. Is I don't know if you remember, but roughly about two years ago, the government decided to start giving out money to everybody. And you had people who were pretty intelligent saying this is not a good idea because of the velocity of money and the amount of money that you are printing and putting into people's hands, and and the fact that you are keeping them from working, so they're having to use this money to pay. For things such as goods and commodities you know goods and services things of that nature is going to cause inflation to to increase and nostradamus jones over here has been talking about this for the past year and then all of a sudden it's like a well who could have seen this coming we didn't know we didn't know that this helicopter money w- would have i mean you had former fed chairs and fed chairs literally saying that and you're like oh well I didn't know that that was a bad idea. Who would have thought that we would have been paying paying the price for this down the road? I don't know.
1: Now, now, to, to for the sake of intellectual honesty and actually to make a further point, people are, might be wondering where is this money coming from? Well, it's coming from something called the GAN limit. The GAN limit says that if there's a budget surplus – then California has to return it to taxpayers. So you think, oh, oh, so it's just paid off by taxpayers. So it's <laughs> they already paid. So here's a problem with that. So these the GAN limit came from surpluses from disproportionately high and unduly high tax returns from high income earners. Mm. So there were a bunch of wealthy people who paid too much, gave California a budget <laughs> surplus. California had to pay it back, but Rather than returning it to those taxpayers, this is a redistributive program that is paying it back to individuals earning less money, earning less than 75K. And meanwhile, those are the people who, and again, as the Reason article points out, those are the people who are going to be harmed most by the uptick in inflation. You're right. Nobody wins. Nobody, Nobody wins. wins
0: the the wealthy can afford inflation um for the most part and then the people who you try to help you actually hurt we and we've talked about this and i'm not going to say ad nauseum because it is because i don't care whether you're getting headaches and stuff about us talking about this or not like
1: it makes me nauseam every time we have to talk about
0: it, (laughs) (laughs) it it's it's frustrating because the people who you intend to help you only hurt um you're you're making less money I, and every you know our listeners know that I'm a teacher they are giving us a raise which is which I'm like okay cool that raise is nowhere close to anywhere the 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 cost of inflation so I'm still making less money this th- about this time than I did last year um and that's mainly because I was also working a different job this time last year and so and I not took a pay cut to become a teacher um go figure but it is what it is like like you have to understand that uh doing the same thing that puts you in this situation is, is never a good idea. They always say the definition of insanity is the same over and over again, expecting different results. Now this could be the fact that we have a bunch of, a bunch of economic, economically illiterate people out there in California. Um, and, and I'm, I'm not knocking Amanda cause I, Amanda is very literate when it comes to I economics
1: tra- and so forth. I'm not forth. making monetary policy. Heck. <laughs>
0: but those people out there who are operating in in, in that manner are probably economically illiterate. I'm I'm just, I'm going to go out, go out on a limb here and say that they are, that they are very much short term when it comes to economics and not long term. Um, and that they don't understand that you have to, that everything breaks boils down to economics because you have to figure out how to allocate scarce resources. And yes, money is scarce, Money is scarce. It should it be. Like it should be. <laughs> now, the according to the Fed and the federal government, it is not a scarce resource. You can just create it out of thin air. But um money, money is a scarce resource that, that you have to understand is, is you cannot create things out of thin air. There has to be something that's backing it. There has to be some value within it. And when you're just handing the handing dollars out willy-nilly to any and everybody, to any and everybody down the street that you deem needs it, um, that does nothing but but hurts hurts everybody in the long run. Yep.
1: No. Well said. Well said. Frustrated.
0: But yeah. i so um we every day we do a pre-show and um well every day every every time we do a show we do a pre-show excuse me. Every and day so, is a pre-show uh, until exactly. this exactly yeah. Yeah, going through stuff well i've been living under a rock and mainly because i've I've been working on i've been studying to drive a bus and 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 all of these things um uh i did not know that gavin with the good hair aka gavin newsom the the nephew of nancy pelosi um aka the governor of the people's republic of california um is putting in a presidential bid
1: thinking of
0: it yeah for like it's thinking of like that is Excellent. crazy i was in utter shock i wish that we were live when i was doing that because i was my my jaw was i was like there's no way there's no way and and of course in, in our notes we have um gavin with the good head versus ron desantis because it is it is presumed that ron desantis may be getting the republican um nominee for the presidential election in 2024 if donald trump does not decide the run i feel like if donald trump runs he is getting that republican um that uh that republican nomination i don't know why i don't know how i just feel like i just whatever polls that these people are taking or are, are, are taking show that that donald trump is like is like 70 people were saying 74 percent of people would vote for him now i don't know how true these polls are but name because, wreck
1: right like you're you exactly. gonna of course yeah you exactly. know him yeah
0: it is it is crazy but gavin with the good hair versus Ron DeSantis that would be an interesting interesting matchup um, that I'd love to see on a celebrity death match or <laughs> or in a presidential election either one works for me
1: or squid games can we squid game this oh. anyhow the yeah right so the reason that I want I wish we'd, we'd been live is because your delayed reaction was exactly the same as mine honestly when I first heard this news um, and there, there have been rumors for a long time. First of all, Gavin with the good hair's dream forever has mm-hmm. been to be president. That has been every single thing. And you know who knew this? You know who realized this just as well as Gavin with the good hair did way back? Was Kimberly Guilfoyle. Because that woman dates men who want to be president. <laughs> That's her thing. And she was married to Gavin with the good hair at one point. It's a lovely, oh gosh, the debates. Um Anyway, so uh, yeah, so I was—I said I put in the show notes. Gavin with good hair versus Ron DeSantis. Maurice goes, "I don't know what this is about," and then I explained it, and Maurice says, "Oh, oh, that'd be good." <laughs> like there, there, there was this delayed reaction, which was again exactly the same as my reaction had been. Um, yes, so Gavin with the good hair is has bought ad space and made. Uh, you know, aired ads in Florida, basically saying, come to, uh, sorry, as I talk about this, it gets better, Mm -hmm. saying, come to California, it's free here, bruh. (laughs) This is especially funny, because people, Florida is the state where people left People left California. California now has a net decline in populations. People are going to Florida because why? It's free there. Right. So Gavin with the good hair says, come back. It's it's free here in California. Our universities still have (laughs) mask mandates, okay? This is, there is very, I don't really know what's free about California, in fact, because as someone who's more socially liberal, it also is not a free environment in that sense either. Mm. It's not a free there's not diversity. There's not there, there's just not the vibes. The vibes are not there. Um and I guess the vibes left and went to Florida. But so he says, Come to right. come to California. It's 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 free here. And I'm thinking, you know what? This is such this is such a, a great moment for everyone because for ages I have felt like we in California we in the People's Republic of California are just hoarding this absolute gem that is Gavin with the good hair. He <laughs> should be shared with the entire nation. He is a megalomaniac. Megal- fuck that! Da, I said so- I cannot say that. <laughs> I can never say that word. He's a megalomaniac who speaks just bureaucratic drivel. And Mm. I would just love to see the entire country realize, oh my gosh, this is what you've been dealing with. how did you, how did Kimberly Guilfoyle? Like, so I I want that (laughs) so badly for everyone to witness the glory that is Gavin with the good hairs, bumbling bureaucratic jargon, nonsense. right. It would be a blessing.
0: Right. It is. I know Gavin, Gavin with the good hair. is He's a bumbling fool. Um, not as bad as Joe Biden, but um, which which I will discuss here in a second. Um, mainly because uh, a bunch of people that I follow on YouTube, they do a lot of, because uh, California has a, always does a lot of like crazy gun laws here and there. And so mm. he's always pushing them and they're always talking about ghost guns and this and that. And this and that so I'm always hearing him speaking. Um, the reason why, I had that delayed response is because this just shows you how poor of a job the Biden administration is doing. Like, yeah. you don't yeah. have you don't have a governor of one of the biggest blue states in the union, you know, say, I'm thinking about making a presidential bid for 2024 when you're when the person who sits in the Oval Office is a Democrat. Like, that's not something that typically happens like it it just it it shows it there could be a number of options with it but it could be one everybody sees that the Joe that the Joe Biden administration has not been doing well um for these past two years and and that it's it is it's it is all literally just a show um it it, it could also mean which is probably not as likely that there's a, a bit of a of a a rift in the Democratic Party Because you have somebody who is so prominent in the Democratic Party, you know, putting up a presidential bid against because you would assume that, hey, he's only been president for one year that they would want that he would want to be reelected. Like that is an assumption that most incumbent tab, like if I'm up for reelection, like if if I have a, a chance to be to be to be president for four more years, nobody big is going to run against me. You may have a small, you know, Bernie Sanders against Barack Obama type thing here or there, but it's not going to be you know, something big and huge, like a, uh, a Gavin Newsom versus a Joe Biden. Like, like th- that's not going to be the thing. And so it's, it's interesting because, um, AOC was on a late night show, uh, of about a week or so ago. And, and they, I think it was Stephen Colbert asked her, was asking her if she was running for president 2024. And you're just like, these are questions that should not be being asked to other Democrats. Like, your president, you're supposed to have the backing of your president and their administration. You supposed like and and her response was not like, "No, I'm not going to do it. I feel like the Biden administration is doing a good job of things of that nature." That was not her response at all. It was, "Oh, there are things that, you know, had to happen in order for me to think about that." Like, it wasn't just this, "No, I'm not running." It was like a uh oh, maybe I don't know, like we'll see, you know, because I'm about to be 35 and so then I can run and and everything like that. Like it's all of that is just super interesting for me to see. And especially number from somebody who I I've made it very apparent the last my last vote for anybody was in 2020. Like that was the last time that I am casting a vote, especially a vote, especially on the federal level. You may be able to convince me to to vote for my mayor and things of that nature or whatnot, because I, I, because there's almost a, a direct impact there. Like, you can convince mm-hmm. me of that, but, but especially on the federal level, like just sitting back and watching that is, it is, it's very interesting to say the least. Like, it really is. It really is.
1: They got to bump at that age limit, man. Like that, that I, they got to, like. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. The 35 year olds today, I can't, no, I mean, they just, they can't, I, no, I, no, no. (laughs) Um, but no, so what you're saying, yeah, it's, it's very true. And this is actually something that I was talking about, uh, just a little while ago, um, with, with my parents is that I really think that the conversations between various dem operatives and Jill Biden meet doctor, sorry, Dr. Jill, Dr. Biden, Jill professor, Biden. doc, professor, Dr. <laughs> Jill, best doctor in America aside from, yeah. Uh, right. Those, those conversations need to be happening now because he strikes me as getting a little bit more belligerent. Um, and this oh, yes. is from various stories that, that are, that are, told about like the way that he reacts to things and meetings and reacts to having quotes, walk back. Um, and then also kind of the way that he sort he has occasional little outbursts during press conferences. Now, again, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, he's got nothing on Donald Trump in terms of, in terms of belligerence. But yeah. the issue here is that belligerence and increased belligerence can often be a sign when one is getting very old um, yeah. of, of, of issues happening. And so I worry about him just kind of refusing not to run and not to pursue a second term. And that I think is something that nobody wants to have to deal with because you don't want to have mm-hmm. to tell the president, sir, I mean, come on. Right. Um, so those conversations need to, need to be happening now. Uh, but it is interesting see people kind of try to throw their Throw their hat in the ring. I really exactly. don't want another Joe Biden Donald Trump mashup. I so do not. I so do not. So yeah, I, I, I think that. That, yeah. If, if you if you had to pick, I guess a uh, a Republican, a known Republican, um, to with some name wreck, some degree of name wreck, mm-hmm. to run uh, and to win the primary, and then a known Democrat with some degree of name wreck to to win the primary. What who who'd your who'd your picks be?
0: Oh man, um, like likelihood to win, or or or, or like any like Republicans Go that, wherever that I you like.
1: want to go with this. Go vote. So
0: yes. if if I'm going to go Republicans who I think can win, I would I would go Ron DeSantis. I, mm-hmm. I just would. I I think I think how he handled himself with the COVID lockdowns and how, and how he was pretty much sending a big middle finger to everybody else and saying hey. We are opening up like we are not gonna you know if you want you were going to you were going to handle your business the way that you want to um in in those things so um I feel like that was just was um is great for me um and and that's because of name recognition and things of that nature um the person who somebody who who I think would be um, great, at least for me and my views of Liberty and who's, who's got an R next to the name or either Rand Paul or Thomas Massey. Like those are my, I mean, they, they are bigger names. So a lot of people know them. I don't think there's a likelihood of them actually winning the nomination, but I feel like they would um, they would be better as far as things that I like to see. Um, and then on the democratic side, somebody who I would like to see win, and the way that I go about this is, is because I think that they would get absolutely destroyed um, would be somebody from the uh, I don't even, I don't even know what they called themselves way back when, um, uh, but it would probably be somebody like an AOC, somebody who mm-hmm. was so far left that it would be an absolute landslide as far as them winning. Um, to the point to where everybody, even a Democrat would be like, okay, there's no way that this person can win. Um, so let's, so if there is any, um, let's quote unquote ballot fixing or stealing of the election, it is very apparent because nobody will, nobody wants to see this person win outside of their district in New York. Like I, I, if, if I was a betting man, it, I mean because even Bernie Sanders, like there's a reason why the Democratic Party does not want him to win a okay. primary, and it's because they know that that on a national level he he is going to split the party, and you have Democrats who are not going to vote for him because of his because of his views on specific things. And so they would either not vote, vote R or whatever the case may be. But if best case scenario for me what likelihood I think Ron DeSantis is going to, is, is going to get in there. And I think the Joe Biden administration has done such a horrible job of, of playing, um, of having a great PR to, to figure out how to to mitigate all the damage that has been caused via COVID. And I'm and being honest, like a lot of this stuff, like this inflation and things of that nature is not necessarily Joe Biden's fault.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, right.
0: I mean, because because all because all this money printing and things happened under happened under Donald Trump. So yeah. he now he's he he's he's a babbling idiot a lot of the times that where um, he he does some things. and One of the things that reminded me of, uh, if you've seen Anchorman, you know you don't put anything on the on the teleprompter because you know Ron Burgundy is going to read it. Well, same thing happened with Joe Biden. Yeah, he read end of quotes. Repeat the line like. On the teleprompter, as he's talking about women, you know, women voting and things of that nature, he he goes, "End of quote." Repeat the line.
1: Oh dear.
0: Oh, and and it it's bad. It is so bad, and so I, I, I don't think anybody can withstand the damage that has been done by this Biden administration. And I could be wrong. The midterms could prove me absolutely wrong. Like I, I don't know. I, I, don't think that they will, but they could. And. I'm not going to say that I'm going to eat anything on air or whatnot if if they (laughs) do prove me wrong, Um, like some people did, uh, GML, eat their words. But (laughs) um, I I, I think Joe Biden has done such a – the Biden administration has done such a bad job on so many fronts when it comes to this that that whoever takes that – whoever is going to run in 2024 is going to have a lot of work ahead of them in in, in order to convince – um the in order to convince americans to actually vote for them in in their said um in in, in the electoral college and so forth what about yeah. you who are your who who are your, uh your go to's
1: well, so I learned my lesson with, with Donald Trump in terms of, like, never assume that, oh, well, this person should run because it would just be hilarious and never get elected. Because you know what? Jon Stewart looked directly into the camera back before Donald Trump ran for president when he was just toying with it. And Jon Stewart, for at least two minutes, begged Donald Trump to run for president. Yes. So you can you can blame. Thank you. Thank you, Jay Stu. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. Beef. Um, but uh, he did. He did find the receipts. And so I... I know never to want a sabotage candidate, right? Because it could happen. So, my and I, I also want to. So, I want to have people from either of the major parties with whom, I, like, I could live with having them in the White House and mm. live with having them making policies on many fronts. Right now, yeah, I have a problematic political relationship with ben sass i think we've discussed <laughs> because you know i i don't agree with him on 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 everything mm-hmm. but he just is kind of like i would vote for him for wholesome dad mm. and he's i i feel like his his foreign policy chops are also there he genuinely wants to do good things I like to see, but and also everyone thinks whenever Ben Sass talks, it was like he's so reasonable. He's just so he sounds, right. and so I think he actually has—he's less vitriolic than a lot of Republicans. He calls out other Republicans, and has a good shot of of bringing the people together. As for the Democrat, I would again—I'd want a Democrat that I could live with having them in the White House. Um, Breaking my own rule a little bit because he doesn't have a ton of name rec, but there was a Democrat who primaried or not primaried, uh who ran in the recall election against Gavin with the good hair. His name is Kevin Paffret, Um and he is an entrepreneur. He is a Democrat. He does identify as a Democrat, but he is a pro-business Democrat. He's a mm. pro-market Democrat. Uh, and I could tolerate having him in the white house as well. So like the pafrat rat sass mashup, I, I, I'd, I'd be there for
0: it. <laughs> I'd be there for it too. I would be, um, it, 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 again, it's just interesting to watch, especially somebody who doesn't have a horse in the race. Um, we, we are going to see how things pan out. Um, but again, I could be completely and utterly wrong in the midterms could prove me completely and utterly wrong. And then I will say, please, ALC do not run for president's. Um please. Uh I I think um uh, what's uh oh my gosh. Senator West Virginia. Joe um, Manchin. Yes, Joe yeah. Manchin. I could live with that. Like, and by live, I mean uh like he's I, I think he he's got smart enough head on his shoulders to realize that he's got to play both sides um mm-hmm. in order for things to get done because he has to do it in his own state. So um I, I, I could live with that as well, too. But I, when, when it comes to when it comes to politicians, they are few and far between the people who I who I actually want to see being an Oval Office and write executive orders um, and all of that stuff. But nonetheless, um, moving on, there is that there is something that that, that uh, somebody in our discord. Our not GML our discord, discord. yes the GML. Our G- and, and the gml discord the discord that amanda and i are both a part of um, yeah posted about uh just just a, a nice little discussion about um oregon and oregon because they i guess you could say they decriminalized um what was it is it heroin
1: all the drugs all the it was, yes, was great they dim- oregon they, they dim- go ahead yeah oregon is now so this is this is my favorite thing about oregon so, you can't pump your own gas, but you can shoot your own <laughs> heroin. I want that yes. on a billboard when I'm coming in the state of Oregon, going to visit the Oregon caves, when to visit the, the Multnomah Falls. I want to see that. Can't pump your own gas, can shoot your own heroin. Yes, in Oregon.
0: So um, he posted it, j- just just kind of discussing that there's actually been a th- there's been an increase. Excuse me, there's been an increase in overdoses, and and just kind of talking about the libertarian principle. Um, and what's uh, like letting adults do what they want to do with their bodies and things of that nature. And, but, but is there, is there something that we should do um, to prevent adults from killing themselves because of this, be, be, because of they don't know what's best for themselves. And and, and again, I'm not saying, I, I'm not saying this is not anything that, um, that he is saying like verbatim. I'm just kind of, There's just a a general question about it. Like, at what point should we say, "Hey, this is not good for you. Maybe we should do something. Do something different about it."
1: Well, so I'll read his post right. And this is our. And I I asked if we could do this. Uh, This is this is user Joe R in the Good Morning Liberty. And I I said (laughs) I won't say that you're dumb. And he requested specifically uh, that uh, the episode, or, or at least the segment, be titled "Joe R is Dumb." So. Officially, this segment is called Joe R. is dumb. And this (laughs) is this is what Joe R. wrote. Uh, He says, Oregon passed the law decriminalizing the use of most drugs in small amounts. I looked forward to this law to see what would happen since this is a core libertarian principle. Let adults do what they want to their body without affecting others. But the results aren't good. Uh, National OD death rate uh, is increasing 15%. Uh, I looked at that, that's 12.5% per the CDC. I don't know if that's, those are different projections. Oregon's OD rate increased 41% uh, per the CDC. That's 28.32%. I will point out now that is fairly on par with surrounding states. uh, And as we'll get into possibly due to consequences of heavier COVID-19 policies. Um, One fifth of adults are addicted I didn't know what the source for that was. Drug treatment access dropped to 50th in the nation. 18% of people, I'm guessing, who are addicted, uh, not, not 18% of Oregonians need assistance and can't receive it. Um, so these results seem to call into question the libertarian principles. I was also interested in the optics and how to address that if you're pushing for these libertarian principles and run up against these types of results. I think that's a really great question. Um, and so a couple things that I would point out right away, as I already did, when you look at that, uh, per capita OD rate for Oregon, that is roughly on par with what we've seen in Washington. That is roughly on par with what we've seen in California. Um, so it seems like the access to drugs hasn't so much changed regionally or it hasn't changed things regionally speaking. Maurice just dropped out. and I'm just going to keep on going. I'm just going to keep on talking. Um, so, and it is interesting. I was looking at Oregon counties and it seems as though those Oregon counties that were most stringent with regard to their COVID-19 measures and their COVID-19 restrictions, those are also the counties where you have higher per capita OD rates. And this is something that we—that is no secret. Uh, with lockdowns and with prohibitions and people being cooped up, uh, those areas where that was most uh, most in play, those are areas that saw the biggest surge in mental health issues and drug overdoses around the country. So it's no surprise that Oregon counties have that same problem as well. Um, I also will point out that this is a couple years after the passage of this decriminalization act. Generally, after prohibition laws are lifted, uh, there is a spike in use before it goes down again. Uh, We saw this with with the lifting of prohibition um, or the repealing of prohibition. We actually saw this with abortion as well. Um, And honest legalization advocates will acknowledge this and that they should. Uh, They should acknowledge that. Um, Also, another thing that's interesting is I was looking at a U.S. news article. They say that the ballot measure redirected millions of dollars in tax revenue from the state's legal marijuana industry to treatment. Okay, Uh, but applications for funding stacked up after state officials underestimated the work required to vet them and get the (laughs) money out the door. Officials testified Thursday before the House Interim Committee on Behavioral Health only a tiny fraction of the funds has been sent. So again, these were funds that were already part of tax revenue. They were, this mm-hmm. wasn't helicopter money. It wasn't additional taxes. So it sounds like the problem is government inefficiency and possibly an overhead problem. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the problem is how facilities and providers request funding. How do we streamline it? Um, and I also think you know maybe... maybe you apportion the funding prior to the implementation of the law, with additional funding applications accepted afterwards. So you're making sure that a given percentage of the available funds at the time of passage has been apportioned by the date the law is designed to go into effect. That would be one of my uh, one of my potential solutions there. But um, yeah, it's uh, it was interesting to look into, and I think you know again it's too early to tell. And it seems like what problems have existed are a lot of it, the result of overhead and inefficiency and bad policies around the country.
0: Right. Right. And sorry, I know I, 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 I had to leave and come back. Thanks. No, to the fine. lovely, thanks to the lovely um, internet that, or, or place that I am in my house. But um, I, when, when I saw this, um, way back when i was like hey you know kudos to oregon like they're allowing people to do whatever they want um and in 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 that thing and i uh, with the understanding of kind of what you what you what you've already mentioned is i was expecting that things would go up like that the usage would go up why mainly because you're actually monitoring things like you're like you're like you're things are you're it's not. It's because it's it's now decriminalized. It's not as I don't want to say frowned upon for, by society because it is. It's not as kind of like taboo to say, hey, yes, like I'm partaking in this, or you know, people people may want to like, okay, like it's like a, okay, hey, like here it is, I'm having a party and now. There's here's now there's some here instead of me doing it, you know, under the under the guise of hey, I'm just going to the bathroom. It's just like okay, hey, here you know, here we are, kind of thing, and so you you see that because people now have this freedom to kind of do what they would like. And with that freedom, they don't know the the boundaries that their own freedom allows for their specific bodies. And so um, mm-hmm. you, you can expect an increase with that. I mean, just, just like you said, with a lot of things, I mean, as soon as you, uh, as, as, as soon as one thing becomes legal or illegal, I mean, we see this all the time with, when when, when it comes to specific things as firearms when something is about to be deemed as illegal there's a spike as far as purchases are go you know or or, hey when something is is deemed as you know you know something was struck down you see you see a huge spike in this because people are now like okay let me hurry and partake in this either hey this just got on the map or hey this is about to go away so let me go ahead and do all these things because i mean because you could argue that if they say hey on the next ballot we're going to vote to um to criminalize these things again, that there would be an increase there too, because hey, I mm-hmm. need to hurry up and get all my stuff, get ready for it, you know, I need to smoke it all up or inject it yeah. all because I don't want to be caught with these illegal substances anymore. I mean, so there, there's there's that kind of argument. And, and now, I'm not saying that, that that is a valid argument, but but that's something that is there. And there's a lot of there's a lot of variables that, that go into this. I mean, kind of like you said, kind of like you talked about, you know, COVID lockdowns. The Northwest, I mean, my goodness like talk about lockdowns. I've got, I've got family, family in Washington. I've got, you know, I've got friends and family in Oregon. Like it's, I was shocked at how long those States stayed in, stayed in the, in, in, in the lockdown mindset. Um, because you still have people today who are still in this in this mindset of like oh hey i gotta make sure i'm socially distanced mm-hmm. going away this that the third and this is in texas you know and i'm in conservative area texas so i can only imagine what it's like up in portland you know what it's like up, up in you know those those um those lovely beautiful cities out there on on, on the west coast or whatnot yeah. so it's it's when when you have all these other variables that that kind of play into effect, it's kind of hard to say that this is the reason why we have a spike in in um, in these deaths. I mean, and and it's uh, I mean almost to say like you're you you can't really, especially when it comes to stats. Once one variable skews your entire data for I mean for a lot, so you have to make sure that you are comparing. Now, if if there was no COVID, if there was no anything else, and we're talking pre five years to current five years and we're five years in and we're saying, okay, like, Hey, let's take a look at it. Then, then that's fine. But you know, we, we talk about this all the time as far as economics are concerned um because there was a, you know, because when we talk about printing money, when we talk about all these, all these things, you can't look at things in such a, in such a short term that you're blinded by results in such a short term. Yeah. You know, pe- people say that say this all the time when it comes to the, the, their excuse for the vaccine, I don't know the long-term effects. It's just like, okay. So, that being said, we we don't know the long term effects of said laws going into it, um, and and I I'm not I don't think Joe R is dumb. um I don't either, this.
1: but it's just the name of the segment. Thank I'm you for the name, Yeah, though.
0: I do appreciate it. But I mean, yeah. and th- these are valid, um valid, very much valid so. points to put up, because yeah. as a libertarian, one of the things that you always want to do, and this is why I love being in libertarian circles, um. Um, not necessarily as far as echo chambers, but libertarians are the best at steel man steel manning other libertarians' arguments.
1: Because they
0: <laughs> yes, because they're always like because you're always like, Oh, well, that's bad. Well, that's bad. And so yeah. because we're always thinking about different different aspects of, of okay what what is the cause and effect of this specific policy versus this one versus this one versus this one And it, I mean because that that's why we talk about like in in ancapistan, you know that is my my you know my utopia. it's not a utopia because there are people who are going to, who are going to act in their own selfish interest and infringe upon somebody else. okay so, I mean and so but libertarians know and understand that. And so here's just another example of, okay, hey, if we're going to do this you know um there are a lot of other factors that that are that are kind of making this progress go down i mean and even as far as the access you know is concerned like my, my question to that would be are are we saying that the access has gone down meaning our rehab centers and stuff have shut down as a result of this cuz now people aren't being forced to go to rehab or are we saying that we haven't had as many we haven't the market hasn't opened up any more um, centers for people to to access because or maybe it's a you you you're having these people who can't afford to go to a rehab center because mm. the, it's way out off in the hills and they can't afford to drive out there and spend three weeks off of work to sit in a rehab center to get off of these things so th- there are a lot of different factors that, that that could play as far as the type of access that people have as far as to 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 get off of and to not od on these specific drugs you bring up
1: a great point. And when everything's shut down as it's been until super recently in Oregon and, and maybe even certain areas might still be, how much help are you going to get? Like right. it, how much, how much help from remote therapy are you going to get? Right. How much help from reduced treatment center capacity because of re, uh, reduced or capacity limits just ordinarily or not ordinarily, but it, over the course of the pandemic, um, how much, How much is that going to play a role? And it really is going to play a role a, a lot, especially when, again, like I said, you do have this is a new thing and people are going to oftentimes increase their consumption after prohibitions on something Are lifted if they're already consuming that substance right right? Uh, but it's a very important thing to talk about and it's a very important thing to be honest about and brief people about again prior to all of this happening not just to have the the resources in place but to prep people mentally Mm -hmm. uh, for for what might happen in the very short term
0: right so um it it is it it is very interesting i mean it's a great conversation to always have Mm -hmm. like uh it's which is and and again, and I know I said this before, which is why I love libertarians as far as having conversations, because most libertarians, at least the ones who I like to surround myself with, um, are not afraid to have these conversations. Um, they're they're not afraid to to have somebody poke holes in their arguments to say, okay, like here, yeah, here we go. Like that's why. I'm not afraid to say, yeah, I feel like the secession is probably the best answer to this. And I'm not afraid to say that to Amanda, knowing that she doesn't agree. And right, she's going right. to poke holes in my arguments. Like, of course, I'm yeah. not afraid to say that at all, because what it does is it allows me to it allows the, the our, our, it, it allows me to steal, man, what I have to say. And allows me to think of things that maybe I would have never, never have thought of, you know, like, OK, well, how would we if Texas did secede? like how would this trade work like how would you know protection of borders or let's say armies or things of that nature how would that necessarily work and i get all of that and so um all of these things it's it's crazy that's why you get people who that's why libertarians get so mad at that well who's going to pay for the roads argument it's just like do you not think that 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 we have these conversations to, to 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 just say oh well what about the roads what about the roads like it's it's it is crazy so as libertarians we strive to still ban our arguments we we look at things like this to say hey does our do do does our philosophy actually work in the real world um and and granted these I, like i am not praising overdoses at all i, I again i am a, i'm i'm very straight-laced ai don't smoke i don't do any drugs like the i i I drink a I, I drink alcohol and every now and again I will have a smoke of a cigar. Like we talked about that on our last episode. Yeah. Like every now and again I will, but I you know you guys notice like I don't I don't use foul language. I like, Don't even like,
1: swear. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Like yes, I don't. So the, like so it, it, it's it's one of those things. about, like, I'm I'm not saying that. Oh yeah, like people are you know it's a good thing that people are, are overdosing. Like no, it's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but what I am saying is is if you don't hurt people don't take their stuff even in if if this philosophy was true through and through people would know that overdosing on on specific uh, drugs affects people around them and so they think like okay I don't want to hurt if you know and on a deeper level I don't want to hurt my wife you know, so I want to make sure that I do everything in my power to make sure I live as long as I can to provide for her and my future kids. Like, like these are things that libertarians actually think about and know and understand. And this is, and, and I'm not trying to get into the little soapbox, but this is what has actually made me become mainly, I mean, I, first and foremost, it has definitely been my faith. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that's not, but this is, but this is one of the things that has truly made me become a better person because I'm like, okay, how does what I do how is this going to affect somebody else? Because if this affects them in a negative way, whether it's my neighbors, whether it's me personally, whether it's my wife, whether it's my future children, whatever, however that works, it's okay. I can, I have the potential to hurt them because of of these actions. So I'm going to refrain from this in this specific light. And when you think about things on that deeper level, then you truly you, you you truly get to a point of okay these things start to go down because not because like ron paul said if heroin is a is, is illegal across the entire uh uh the entire united states tomorrow most people are not going to go out and do heroin like i'm not i'm just being real you know, like it's be, because people know the effects of it now. Granted, mm-hmm. things could get better because people are like, okay, now that it's now that it's decriminalized, like I can make it better to be able to, hey, maybe I can test it this way and test it that way to test different levels to make it more safe for people to consume. But still, nonetheless, like I'm not do, going out way. and going yeah. to do heroin. Like yeah. I am just not.
1: Yeah. No, all all very true. Um, and so yeah, I I, I did appreciate this, and I, I thought it would be an interesting one to cover. So. Yes. Yeah, thanks for thanks for thanks, Joe. Me. Yeah, thank yes. you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe.
0: Yes. Thanks, Joe, for the segment. Joe is dumb, where we read a segment where Joe is not dumb. Yeah. Okay, we appreciated that Um, but again, that that about wraps it up for us. Thank you guys so much for for listening. Thank you to our viewers who were here live with us. Um, that was it's, it's actually pretty awesome just to see like the number of people who are watching. Like that's like that's cool. Even if it's just one, two, three, five, I do not care. Um, it, it, it is it is it is pretty awesome. So um thank you, thank you thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot thank you enough. Sorry about my internet issues. Um, if you saw me leave and come back into the studio it's because lovely 18T verse is the best internet out there in the world. but I assure you it is far better than what I came from. So um, please 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 leave us a rating and review um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify wherever you catch all of your things um share this live or share the video um with a family member a friend somebody who lives in oregon who um who who may be in a situation where hey maybe they need to hear the last part of what maurice was talking about um or somebody who lives out in california that wants to vote for gavin with the good hair and thinks that increasing money increasing the money supply or giving money back to people is a good is a good combat to inflation um do that, do that, do that. Uh, leave us a five star rating review. Share the show with a family member or friend. Um, follow us on all forms of social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Civil Discord Pod. Again, anything crazy is because of me. Anything that is smart, intelligent, and coherent is definitely from Amanda. Um, you can follow Amanda on Twitter as well at Ajax the Griff. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Civil Discord Podcast. Podcast, and then follow me um, personally at Call Me Maurice like the space cowboy we appreciate that until then y'all be easy
1: and stay fierce